What's up? <laughs> now just recording a podcast. Oh, oh, not too much. You know what, though? What? You need a counselor. Thanks, so do you. <laughs> I do need a counselor. You're right. Hello. Welcome to You Need a Counselor. I'm Julie Johnson. I'm the president and founder of Heart and Solutions, a strength-based counseling agency in Iowa. And I am here with Krista Brown. We are here to tell you on this episode, a hundred reasons why your kid needs a counselor. So two weeks ago, we told you a hundred reasons why you need a counselor. This week, we are here to tell you a hundred reasons why your kid needs a counselor. You probably already know most of them. But we're here <laughs> to tell you another hundred reasons. I'm Krista. Like Julie said, I am the vice president at Heart and Solutions, and I am in charge of the behavioral health department. So I supervise the program where we work with kids ages 4 to 18 on different behavioral skills. So a lot of what we'll be talking about today as reasons why a lot of our clients that are in our current BS behavioral health counseling program. This is You Need a Counselor. The mission of our podcast is we are designed for people curious about counseling, but who have barriers keeping them from experiencing the benefits of counseling. Our mission is to share stories about counseling, good, bad, and different, and spread the message that everyone can benefit from mental health and behavioral health counseling services. Including your kid. Everyone can benefit, including your kid, including my kid. So my kid is four years old, and we really want to go through this list with you guys, like, kind of as a game, okay? So Krista and I went through, and we checked all of the ones that apply to a kid in our lives. So I went through and checked every single one that applies to my daughter, who's four. And at the end of the episode, we'll tell you how many we had. So if you're listening to this, go ahead and grab a pen and a paper, and that way you can keep track of how many apply to your kid. And if you've got more than one kid, go ahead and listen to the episode again. Keep track for each of your kids, okay? Because these are things that we might not always think about. Like we don't always think about kids as needing help. Like when kids are doing these behaviors that are troublesome to us as parents, we don't always think about the fact that our kids are having a hard time, that our kids are struggling with things and they need help uh, work through those things. And so this list we hope is just going to be really, really helpful in identifying ways that your kid can benefit from the different services that we offer. BHIS, Behavioral Health Intervention, is completely free. If you've got Iowa Medicaid or if your kid has Iowa Medicaid, it is completely free and you don't have to come to the office. Like you don't have to go anywhere to do this. You don't have to spend any gas money. Our counselors will come to your house and meet with you and meet with your child and it's completely free to you. So we really, really want to be spreading the message about BHIS because a lot of people don't know about it. Not everybody knows that that's even available to them. So we want to make sure that every mom, every dad, every caregiver who has kids living in their house knows that this is an available service. Krista is completely in charge of this department. She runs this department throughout the state. And so this list is really her area of expertise because this program, this BHIS program, is just so beneficial for these behaviors that we see in kids. Kids just need the time and the attention to be able to practice these different skills. Nobody's born 
with any of these skills. Nobody's born with the, the ability to resolve conflicts in an appropriate way or to respond non-aggressively when somebody's being aggressive towards us. Nobody's born with those. We just learn them through practice. We learn them through watching other people do them. And so what BHIS is, is we come in, we role model these skills and we show the kids how to do it. And then we give them opportunities to try it. And then once they do it in the session, we celebrate that, we identify that, we celebrate that, and then that gives them the reason to continue to do it and to do it until it becomes natural and second nature. And that's what we really want for these kiddos. This is You Need a Counselor, and we post every Sunday night at 5 p.m. So batch up your laundry. We want to see those laundry piles stacked high so that you guys can listen to us while you're folding laundry. You can teach your kids how to do chores with folding laundry. So at our house, everybody has jobs for their laundry. So we put all of our laundry in different piles and my jobs are making outfits with Monica's clothes. You're not allowed to do that <laughs> because the outfits he comes up with are not, they're not cute. <laughs> making outfits with my clothes uh, that I hang up. All of like my house wear, sweatpants, t-shirts, stuff like that I do. Joe does all of his clothes and he does like the big towels and Monica does the little towels. So we've got little bath towels, you know, the little, and then we've got hand towels. So Joe uses paper towels for stuff like Monica and I use rags. So we've got a rag bin and we've got all these little hand towels, kitchen towels. And we probably have like 30 or so of them. And that's Monica's job. So every Sunday night, we, I do laundry all day, you know, Saturday night and Sunday. And then on Sunday night, we all get together in the bedroom. We put on music or we put on a podcast and we sort out all of the clothes. And then everybody has their job. And it's a race to see who gets to the end of their job. And so that's sometimes fun. you look over and Monica's like, <laughs> Monica's gonna oh, lose. She's like, she's like doing front flips and back flips on the floor, you know. I'm like, are you focusing on your job though? I'm gonna finish folding these things. I'm gonna beat you. Exactly. And then she's like, no, I'm gonna win. And then she starts really fast, you know. Yeah. So start a new tradition in your house. If you're, if you are a mom or a dad, and you feel like you're always doing laundry by yourself, and you have to do laundry for all the people in your house, put on this podcast and on Sunday nights and start a new tradition where you can give everybody a job and let's see who finishes it first. And then usually we'll try to do something fun afterwards, like have a popsicle, sit outside and have a popsicle or something. And so that way I can say to Monica, like, I'm going to get my popsicle before you get your popsicle. And that, <laughs> is, that is major motivation when you're four. <laughs> So yeah, listen to us while on um, Sunday nights while you're doing your laundry or make us part of your Monday morning routine. So on your way to work or when you're getting ready in the morning on Monday mornings, go ahead and put us on. We hope that we will be with you by your side while you call a counselor and make a new appointment or while you call and schedule to meet with your current counselor. We have put together a list of 100 reasons why your kid needs a counselor. And when we're talking about your kid, we mean a kid who's like living in your house, okay? We don't mean your Not the adults. year old son, okay? Even if he is living in your house. We, <laughs> we, mean, we mean kids like ages four to 18, okay? Maybe 19 or so, okay? Living in your house, school-aged kids. If they're over 18, sorry moms and dads, but... 
they're their own person. They are an adult. They get to make the decision whether counseling is right for them or not. But if you've got a grown-up child who you think could benefit from counseling, share that link with them. Send them that link over text message for this podcast or send them a link over Facebook Messenger or on Instagram so that they have the link to this podcast and they can listen to it every week and also send them the link to that 100 reasons why you need a counselor because then they can make their own decision. Okay. All right, so let's get right into it. 100 reasons why your kid needs a counselor. So if your kid throws things at you, if your kid intentionally breaks things, your kid doesn't want to leave your side, your kid has trouble making friends, your kid has trouble reading social cues. Your kid is anxious about talking to new people, your kid worries every day, your kid has nightmares, your kid is easily startled, your kid sometimes zones out and doesn't notice what's happening around them. Your kid gets into fights at school. Your kid gets in trouble at school for talking in class. That's my kid right there. She, <laughs> she loves talking. Um, your kid gets in trouble at school for refusing to do work. Your kid struggles with grades due to not paying attention in class. And your kid refuses to sleep. Also my kid. Or your kid refuses to wake up. Your kid isolates themselves in their room. Your kid says that no one loves them. Your kid says that everyone hates them. Your kid expresses feelings of worthlessness. Your kid shuts down and refuses to speak to other people. Your kid yells at you. Your kid avoids school. Your kid refuses to go to school. Or your kid skips school even when you bring them to school. Your kid intentionally annoys others. Your kid refuses to take a bath or practice hygiene. Your kid has age-inappropriate toilet accidents. Your kid steals food or your kid hides food. Your kid is overly concerned about their weight or appearance. Your kid restricts their food. Your kid worries that they don't exercise as much as they feel they need to. Your kid steals items of value. Your kid runs away from home. Your kid refuses to come home at curfew. Your kid refuses to talk to you. Your kid hears voices that no one else hears or sees things that no one else sees. Your kid is addicted to their phone. Your kid is addicted to video games. Your kid is addicted to iPad. You guys, technology addiction in kids is a real thing. Mm -hmm. This is a real biological phenomenon that is happening in your kid's brain. If you have a kid who freaks out when you tell them the iPad time is over or that freaks out when they need to turn their video games off and do homework, this is a real challenge that your kid is going through. This is not just your kid wanting to defy you your kid's brain chemistry is being impacted by these things and they need help coping with that and managing ipad addiction video game addiction phone addiction these are real real mm -hmm. challenges that kids are going through all the time and kids are even more susceptible than we are and like we're challenged by it as adults yeah. you know and so like and then kids brains are just forming and so like all of those chemicals are just flooding these little children's brains and this is a real thing and they need our help and our support if that's your kid let us know we can help with that so your kid is addicted to ipad your kid smokes cigarettes your kid does drugs your kid drinks alcohol your kid whines and complains your kid cries for no identifiable reason your kid bites hits kicks or scratches you or other people 
Your kid harms themselves physically. Your kid is intentionally cruel to animals and you're afraid of your kid. Your kid has a phobia they want to overcome or a phobia that's challenging for you to cope with in your life that you would like them to help overcome. Uh, your kid speaks with you disrespectfully. Your kid speaks with other adults disrespectfully, teachers, authority figures, your partner. If they're speaking disrespectfully to other people, they could probably use a counselor to help them to be able to express those feelings in a way mm -hmm. that isn't going to be a barrier in your relationship. Your kid can't sit still. Your kid touches items when they're asked not to. That's, that's also my kid. There are a lot of reasons right now why we're not going into stores, but I think even if we weren't in the middle of COVID, we still were limiting stores because my kid just wants to grab every single thing. So she she's working on that, but it is, it's a challenge. Your kid climbs on things they aren't supposed to climb on. Your kid runs away from you in stores, probably almost Monica also. <laughs> your kid ignores you when you talk to them. Your kid communicates aggressively or your kid communicates passive aggressively. Your kid needs practice speaking up for themselves. I mean, being a kid and being assertive is challenging because you're trying to balance the fact that you're a child and so you need to be respectful of adults, but then also like you're still a human being. You still have human rights. You still are your own person. And so you still have the right to speak up for what you believe in. You still have the right to assert yourself to other people and stand up for your own rights. So that is really, really challenging for kids. We see a lot of kids who take that to the extreme and they do speak up for themselves, but they do it very aggressively. And then we see kids who speak up for themselves kind of, but they do it just in a very passive aggressive way. And then that has barriers for their social skills, that has barriers for their peer relationships and also with their relationships with family members. And so practice with, yes, we want our kids to be assertive. We want them to speak up for what's right and to protect themselves and keep themselves safe. But we wanna be able to give them the service that trains them and teaches them how to do that appropriately where it's going to be heard and it's not gonna get them in trouble. Uh, your kid needs practice identifying emotions. Your kid needs practice ex expressing emotions in words. Your kid needs practice resolving conflict with others. Your kid experienced the loss of a loved one. Your kid experienced <laughs> loss of a pet. Your kid refuses to do their chores. Your kid refuses to do their homework. Your kid experienced a trauma or your kid is attending a new school. Oh, if you're getting a divorce, if you just started dating someone new, if you're getting married, if your kid will have a new step-sibling or you are moving into a new house. Or you're having a new baby or your kid's other parent is having a new baby. Your kid's other parent just started dating someone. Your kid's other parent is getting married or you are adopting or fostering another child. If your child is in foster care, if your child is a foster child place, with you. If your relationship with your kid's other parent is strained or difficult, if your rules and the rules of your kid's other parent's house are different, that's really challenging. That is so challenging for so many people. It's so confusing for kids too to have different rules in different places. And so that is such a great opportunity for this kind of counseling, just to help kids process that and, and understand it and be able to follow those agreements. If your kid's other parent doesn't follow through with the custody agreement. If your kid's other parent doesn't show up for their scheduled visits, your kid needs help coping with disappointment. If your kid is applying for colleges, if your kid is applying for jobs, or if you want your kid to be successful. You want your kid to be resilient. You want your kid to have the best opportunities available to them. 
if your kid loves to play games, if your kid loves to do art activities, if your kid just needs a safe person to talk to. If you just need a safe person to talk to about your challenges as a parent, or if you need someone who won't judge you and is only there to help, if your kid needs another positive adult role model to learn from, behavioral health intervention services are in home or in school, so you don't have to drive to an office, and behavioral health intervention services are free with Iowa Medicaid, so we are completely covered if your child has Medicaid, and we, like some of our reasons, we said we do play games with children, we do art activities with children, and we help them work on these skills at the same time, so we are making it fun for them. So there you go, 100 reasons why your kid would need a counselor. 100 reasons, absolutely. And isn't this just the tip of the iceberg? When oh, yeah. we first set out to write 100 reasons, we were like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of reasons. We actually started out to write 50. Uh, 50, yeah. <laughs> we thought, oh, 50 will be kind of a lot. And then we started going, we went, oh man, okay, there's a lot. There's so many reasons why kids need counselors, and they're all great and justified reasons. And they're all ways that counselors can be just so, so helpful to kids, especially before they've gotten into those habits of not using certain coping skills or utilizing coping skills like drugs and alcohol that are effective coping skills, but they're detrimental to them achieving the goals that they want to achieve. We just really, really, really hope that if you've got a kiddo who needs this service, who would benefit from this, that you will give us a call and just give your child the gift of a supportive person who's going to come and teach them those skills for life success. So how many did, do you guys think that, that we had for the kids in our lives? So my daughter, Monica, if you follow my other YouTube channel and you watch the Breathing Through the Year videos with Monica of breathing techniques so easy, a three-year-old can do them or a four-year-old can do them, you might see Monica and think like, oh, what a little, <laughs> so what cute. A little angel. <laughs> She does that. She reminds her mommy about the breathing techniques. Oh, she's such a, she's such an angel. Um, yeah, she, <laughs> she is, but she's, she's a child, right? Like she's wonderful and I adore her. And in my eyes, she's perfect, but she's a child and she needs these skills to be successful in life. And I can only teach her to the point that I'm uh, practiced with those skills, right? And there are, it's a continuum for skills. So every child in every adult falls somewhere in the continuum of different skills. So, you know, for anger management skills, I might be at like an eight and a half, okay? I might be like really good at anger management, right? Like sometimes I get kind of mad, but like, okay, I'm doing pretty good. I've got my coping techniques, right? But then with for example, assertive communication. Maybe I'm not like a seven with that, right? Because it's harder for me to express those things assertively. And so I'm, maybe I just don't say things that I need to say, right? That happens a lot with women our age in particular, right? So we're on this spectrum and Monica is, you know, she's really, really well practiced in certain skills and, and needs more practice in other skills. And that's the same for every single child. So where did you guys rate? Where did your kids fall on this line of, of how many reasons they need? For Monica, it was 24. 24 reasons out of 100 reasons that my daughter needs a counselor. And that I can say that. There's no shame in that. I'm not embarrassed about that. Like, I need a counselor. And so, like, it stands to reason my daughter would need a counselor. I want her to have every opportunity I can possibly provide to her in this life.
for her success. Yeah, and I filled it out for, I don't have any children, so I did my youngest brother. He is 11, so I'm a middle school boy. I got 35 for him. I think a lot of his behaviors, there's a lot of like expressing emotions appropriately, and like there were some questions about like expressing disappointments or frustrations or appropriately communicating with adults. So there's a lot of things like that, especially in middle school. That's an age where you're learning how to appropriately express emotions and feelings, especially with adults, because you're at that weird age where you're learning what all these things are, and you have all these feelings and being able to appropriately express that. So um, I got 35 out of 100 for my um, brother. 11 is such a hard age. I mean, yeah, I remember 11. You're, you're like <laughs> not a kid, but you are, and you like feel like you're a teenager already. Like when yeah. I was 11, I thought I was 18. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, but then people don't treat you like you are, and it makes yeah. no sense. Right? <laughs> Yeah, agreed. Uh huh. Yeah, eleven is hard. Middle school is so hard on kids. I remember middle school. Middle school is hard mm-hmm. all the way around. So definitely, thirty-five makes sense for uh, for an eleven-year-old boy for sure, right? Um, and again, like, it's not that there's anything wrong with either of these kids. It's just that they're kids, and being a kid is hard. It is hard being a kid. Like, we don't always think about it because we're adults and it's hard being an adult also. And so we think about that a lot, how it's hard being an adult. Um, But being a kid is also really hard and these kids need our support. So I'm just really, really grateful that we've got a service like this in Iowa that is free for people and that, you know, it's accessible. Like, it's right in your house. Okay, so if you are in Iowa and you are interested in doing behavioral health intervention services in home for free with Iowa Medicaid, give us a call. Um, visit our website at www.heartandsolutions.net or you can give us a call um, on the phone at our 800 number and that is uh, answered from 8 o'clock to 4.30 Monday through Friday. Uh, you can also visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash heart and solutions. And we post a lot of like inspirational type quotes or just like thought provoking type posts there as well as like advocacy posts as well. So follow us there. And that way you always know, you know, that if you have a family member that needs a counselor, or if you're talking to your niece or your nephew and they disclose to you that they're having a hard time at school or that they're having a hard time with a change that's being made in their lives, that you know exactly where to find us and you know exactly how to get them set up with the help and support that they need. You can also, we are doing BHIS over telehealth. So exactly the way that Krista and I are talking right now. And some examples of, you might be like, how can you play games and do arts and crafts over telehealth? Actually very creative. (laughs) Very creative. Yeah, we've been using uh, like Google Draw to be able to do different games on there, tic-tac-toe and Pictionary games. uh, And we'll do Pictionary for coping skills. We'll do Pictionary for different emotional identification. We will do scavenger hunts around the house, you know, find me three things that remind me of your mom, find me three things that remind me of your dad, you know, show me one thing that gives you a happy memory, right? So there are all kinds of different things we do with younger kiddos who have a hard time sitting still, we do kinetic activities. So we'll say, okay, jumping jack contest, right? How many can we do? Because we want to practice the skill of getting that energy out that kids are going to naturally have. It's an asset that they have that natural energy. 
let's get it out in a productive way. And doing jumping jacks is way better than playing baseball in the house or running around yeah. the house and knocking things over. Also, if you follow our Heart and Solution YouTube channel, you will find videos from our BHIS counselors that one, tell you a little bit about our BHIS counselors. So if you are assigned a counselor, you can go on there, watch their video, kind of get a sense of who they are. Uh, but then also different techniques that they use that actually have instructions where you can do those at home with your kids as well. So check us out there on YouTube. Just search for Heart and Solutions. You'll find our YouTube channel there also. Um, also, this is my book, Breathing Through the Year, A Child's Guide to Holiday-Themed Breathing Techniques. This was written by myself and illustrated by Hannah Lentfer. Uh, and this is an illustrated guide to different holiday-themed breathing techniques. So if you click on my other YouTube channel, you'll see videos of Monica and I demonstrating the techniques. She's been doing these techniques since she was two. She's four now, and she knows them like the back of her hand. She does them all the time. And so sometimes she and I will get in a little tiff, and then <laughs> I will, uh, I'll hear her doing the ho-ho-ho in her room. I'll hear her doing like, gobble, 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 but it's like an angry gobble. <laughs> she's mad at me. <laughs> you know, and I, just, I love that because I know that she's got the tools that she needs to be able to self-regulate herself uh, and calm down and then come out and then she'll say, mommy, we need to talk about what happened. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. A little counsel. Like. Yes, she is. She is. You, know, you know her name means wise counselor. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> I just knew it was from friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that too, of course. <laughs> I just happened to work out that way. Uh, but yeah, so Breathing Through the Year can be found at www.storiesfromtheheart.shop. And uh, it's just a really nice resource for kids, primarily like preschool age, who just need help with calming down in certain situations. And like Julie mentioned at the beginning, we post um, our new podcast every Sunday at 5 p.m. So again, stack up your laundry, do a competition like Julie and her family do, reward yourself with popsicles or listen to us Monday on your way to work or um, at home Monday while you're getting ready for the week um, to prepare yourself to call a counselor for yourself as well. Also, we want to hear from you guys. So, so far, this is our fifth episode. Episode number Hi. five. Woo! Um, so, we, we want to be more a little more interactive, too. So, send us your questions. Send us any questions that you have about counseling, about us, about our experiences, anything like that. Just send us those questions, or if you have comments, send them to us uh, at our Facebook page or on Instagram, and we'll link those in the description as well. But send us those because we'll read them on the show and we'll answer any questions that you have. All right, I'm Krista Brown. And I'm Julie Johnson, and we need a counselor. And so do you.